Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. Welcome to episode 148. How you doing, Josh Roar? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. What's going on in the world of powerlifting? Well, I'm still chewing my food, but other than that, hmm. um, bench nationals happened a couple weeks ago. We talked about it, so I figured I'd kind of run down through the leaderboards real quick uh, because people are asking, do I got to do another meet? Am I going to be in the finals? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and I don't know, but I know a few things. So uh, one thing we don't know, it hasn't been posted yet is how many people will make it to the finals for the bench only. I know in the equipped full power, it's only the top five, but the bench only and the raw full power, it hasn't been announced yet how many people are going to make the finals. So uh, the only thing I can say for sure are people that are safe for each category, uh, meaning that they will, I assume there's going to be at least five. So whether it's five or 10. So I'm just, I'm making these assumptions based on only the top five making it. Um, so for the, for the women's raw, um, the only two lifters in the women's raw bench only that are guaranteed a spot in the final is Jen Thompson, big shocker and Natalie Richardson in the men's, um, Raw, it's Antonio Fazio and Derek Lagrande. Uh, those are the only two mathematically that are guaranteed in. Um, Jeremy Auerbach is probably safe with 60 points, but mathematically he could still be knocked out of the top five. So again, if they take more than five, that is a moot point, but whatever. Um, women's equipped bench only. Um the only person that is guaranteed so far is Charlene Rowcamp. Um, Jen Thompson actually got second at bench nationals pound for pound um, in equipped nationals. So she, that's the only equipped bench meet she's done so far. So she has, she's in third place currently with 45 points, but if she does a second meet, she'll obviously, you know, be up in there and in the final for sure. But Currently, she's third, but she could also be knocked out pretty easily um, by a bunch of lifters that also have only done one meet. Um, in the men's equipped, uh, Easton Schuster is the only one that's guaranteed. Probably safe is Alex Smith in second place with 70 points, but there's some people that could jump up and potentially beat, knock him out. He's probably safe, though, but not for sure. So don't quote me on that because mathematically he can be knocked out, but looking at the scenarios that would have to happen, he's probably safe. Um, and the Masters female raw bench, uh, Jen Thompson's the only one that's for sure in. Everybody else could still be knocked out of the top five. In the men's raw, uh, Dennis Alba's in first place with 80. And he's probably mathematically he's safe, but he could actually end up in fifth. Um, so he's safe, but again, all it takes is we don't know how many, but at least top five will make it. Uh, 
the masters women equipped the uh two people are guaranteed uh charlene Rocamp and elizabeth richardson their their spots are safe everybody else is uh, still on the bubble jen thompson is in fourth in the equipped um and whitmarsh is actually in third uh jen has 50 points in fourth and whitmarsh has 51 points in third place so both of them are are potentially bumped out if uh if they don't do an additional meet um and then in the uh the the men's equipped bench only uh sorry masters the men's masters equipped bench only uh nobody is safe the first place lifter currently has 65 points but mathematically could be knocked out of the top five by uh quite a few people below so uh, so that one's going to be interesting to watch the men's masters equipped bench only which is is a segue to uh my buddy Jim Williams that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I didn't do the math. I was going to do this before we recorded, but I actually wanted to look up his, when he was doing like the three hundreds and see what his body weight was age and see how he would actually do at bench nationals. <laughs> I, I, I can't say this for sure, but I'm pretty sure that he would be able to earn his pro card at bench nationals in the master's division. If he were to compete because mm-hmm. he was, he was lifting, I think he was lifting three something weighing like 230, 240, age 73. And that age coefficient really helps you out at that point. So All right. how would that? So here's here's another thing. So I I I went down a rabbit hole looking at his videos again today. Um he he actually was using that pad and not pausing because of his shoulder issue that he was rehabbing. Mm-hmm. So he's back up to like 240 or something like that on the bar. And he he's he did a video, I think it was yesterday or today, that said, you know, got rid of the pad because the shoulder's feeling better and things like that. So he's still not mm-hmm. pausing, but he's at least doing full range of motion now. So, right. Yeah. I did send him a direct message on Instagram today. And I'm like, hey, just so you know, we talked about you the other day and we'd love to have you on the podcast. He has not responded. Yeah. So, We'll see. Yeah. That's still my dream. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like I got to talk to this guy. Like, <laughs> I, just, I, I, I feel ha- like you need to get him in a meet. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, that's obviously that like the, cool. the next, that would be like phase two. Phase one is like <laughs> talking to the guy first. <laughs> but anyway, so that's, uh, that's the current leaderboard situation. Um, there is one more meet for bench only. Here's the part I don't know either. So the, November 5th is the Wisconsin equipped pro and bench only. And I don't know if that's only equipped bench or if that is raw bench as well, because there's going to be an additional meet for raw full power. So I don't know if the raw bench only is going to be with the raw full power or if they're keeping all of the bench only with at the Wisconsin pro. Um, So that's the only part I do not know, but I know the equipped bench is is for sure with the equipped pro uh, in Appleton, Wisconsin on November 5th. So those of you on the equip side that are not guaranteed in the final, you're going to want to do the Wisconsin equipped pro to give yourself a chance to get into the final. Hmm. Just saying. When it's a big deal to go to Wisconsin. Yeah. In November. Hmm. I don't know if it's snowing yet there or not, but 
Wisconsin in November. That sounds cold. I feel like December is probably like you're potentially getting snowed in. But I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to ask somebody that is from Wisconsin. Yeah. It sounds too cold to me. Nope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I live in Georgia for a reason. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big wuss. With yep. cold weather. Yep. Uh, other news. Uh, the USA Powerlifting just announced the primetime roster reveal and criteria to get in. So uh, they're going to live stream the roster reveal on Friday, September 1st at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern. And you can find that at usapowerlifting.com slash live. And this is actually the first year that they have published the criteria for making primetime ahead of time. And... Oh. Here are a few of the few of the requirements. So minimum dots for men is 475. Women is 450. If you don't have that minimum dots, you don't get in point blank. Then after that, it's top three. Top three in each weight class is automatic in prime time. Again, if you have the minimum dots. Um, there's only I looked at it, there's a few weight classes, particularly the super heavyweight classes for men and women and the very lightest weight classes for men and women that I, that don't have three people in each weight class that have the minimum dots. So that'll open a few spots. And then from there, it's the percentage between third place. And for example, if I have a 500 kilo total and I'm in third place in the 90 kilo class, Whoever's in fourth place in the 90 kilo class, they take the percentage that you are away from third place and compare that with every other lifter that's in that primetime session from other weight classes to their relation to their third place in their weight class. And the high, the closest percentage wise to third place in their weight class is the next selected up until it's a total of 12. So for example, on Thursday, uh, there's actually for the women, there's five weight classes um, times three is 15, but there's some weight classes that don't have that minimum dots there. So it's likely going to just be, uh, 12 lifters made up of people from the top three in the weight class. Um, and probably the same thing for the men on Thursday. But then when you get to like Friday, the women, it's 67 and a half kilo weight classes, the only lifters. Um, so likely there's going to be 12 there. And then for the men, 75 and 82 and a half, it'll be the top three of each weight class and then basically percentage wise who's the closest to third place in their weight class between the 75 and 82 and a half kilo men so same thing same format for the rest of the weight classes i'm not going to go through all of them um, but that's how they're doing it so so there's some strategy there because like there's a couple weight classes like i said the heavyweights and whatnot that there's not even people that are guaranteed in for the top three because they don't have the minimum dots so there's actually some weight classes where like they might have five people, six people, seven people that hit the minimum dots, but they're not in the top three of their weight class. If they were to move up a weight class and have the third highest nominated total, they would actually get in just because, uh, get into prime time just because they, you know, are in a weight class that's not as deep. So there's going to be some strategy. I think August 31st is the deadline to, to change your weight class. So I kind of anticipate a few people doing something like that but but then again you still want to you know just because you get in prime time if you're lifting up a weight class that still might not be to your advantage in terms of placing or whatnot so right 
So we'll see what happens. Oh, that's like the ultimate poker game. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I knew you would. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> You're a geek. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much all the news, I think, going on right now. Um, yeah. What else is up? Not much. So I have a scenario, and it's it's a kind of out of left field scenario. Awesome. So say that you were a weightlifter and you were really, you were more of a weightlifter than a powerlifter. Not me. You already, you already lost me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So say you're a weightlifter, but you've always wanted to do a super total. And your dream was to do it at the Arnold, but now the Arnold is a pro series event. All right. Where can you do a super total nowadays? Um, there's a couple meet directors still that are doing like super totals. I know they did. They actually did one in South Carolina and they actually called it the five bar, which irked me a little bit. That's our name, but your name, when, when, but when you don't run it for like five years, I guess it's up for grabs, yeah. but um, there's like, there's quite a few meet directors that are running those kind of around now the Arnold specifically. So last year they still had an amateur, like a pro-am event where if you still had the minimum dots to get in, you could still compete there and try to earn your pro card. So that's still a possibility. I just don't know what the events are at the Arnold coming up, but I would just look through the USA powerlifting calendar and look for anything that's like says super total or, or whatnot. Cause I know there are a few meet directors that still do that. Okay. Well, I, I have a friend who I want to get into a powerlifting meet because she's strong. And, you know, bring her up to the dark side from weightlifting. She was really wanting to go to the Arnold to do the super total, but doesn't have her pro card, obviously, because she's never done a powerlifting meet. So then I started plotting to get her her pro card. Yeah. Is she a master or is she open? She turns a master this year. Oh, nice. All right. Well, um, so to get her pro card, I think the best bet would be to. So Arnold's going to be out this coming year because nationals right. is going to be required probably for that too but regionals next year is going to be a pro pro qualifier so that might be a good meet to do and she would have to do a meet first to get to regionals um right so uh, yeah i would I'd, sometime in the summer of 2024 is when regionals will be that would probably be the meet to go and try and earn a pro card oh. but she'd okay. have to she'd have to win best lifter to get a pro right. card there and then mm -hmm. if okay. and if she doesn't there then she could go to nationals and you know, a place for masters. If you're top 15 overall, then you get a master's pro card there too. So well, she would have kind of two chances to get it. Okay. I will inform and yes. persuade. Yes. Yes. I'm just send her World this episode. Domination. I'm talking to you, Laura's friend. Do it. <laughs> Marjorie. Marjorie. <laughs> okay. So that, so yeah, that would be the, uh, that would be the, if, if you're trying to get your pro card and try to get to the Arnold, that would probably be the best way to do it is hit regionals, hit nationals. And um, then, then you'd likely still, if you wanted to, so that's the other thing that then if you end up being like in the top of the pros, then you probably want to try to make it to the finals for the bigger prize money, in which case you would need to do a, an additional meet in the fall to get her second pro series meet once she has pro status to make it to the Arnold finals. So 
first things first. Yeah, first things first. Let's uh, let's do it. Get a right into A meet. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start with A meet. Yeah. I like it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I've got for um, you know plotting to get someone else in a meet. Cool. Which is really. That's what we do for everything, though. Yeah. I mean, it's just what it is. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, you feeling was... better about your meet coming up, Joshua? Uh, no. So I had my, <laughs> wasn't going to discuss this, but I had my first, uh, first day of physical therapy today for my back and also had the MRI results and everything back. Um, basically I got a whole laundry list of things wrong. Some of it I knew, some of it I didn't really know. Um, but based on that, it may be a little while before I lift again, not to go into too much detail, but there's some torn right. things in there and, uh, some genetic anomalies that I've obviously always had, but it's never really been an issue, but they're now being little naggy pests as I get older, yeah. but still, all of those are still fine. It's the stuff that's torn. That's probably the, the bigger issue. So yeah, for sure. It's like some annular fibers or whatever on my disc, one of them in two different spots, one disc, two different spots. And basically every time my back kind of pops and goes out on me, it's those, that those fibers tearing again is what mm. they said. And once mm. they tear once they're basically without surgery, tear. they're going to be more likely to tear. So um, the good news is I think there's a lot we can do physical therapy wise to kind of stabilize the area to make it less, less likely to happen. But, you know, we just have to see, turns out like all my, my, my glute mead and glute men are like weaker than a kitten. Like these little drills they had me do, like I, they were rough. Like, so I, I have some glaring, glaring deficiencies that I've been working on myself, but they kind of put a little different twist on some of these things and it's uh, pretty difficult. So mm-hmm. some of the glute muscles I have are like as strong as somebody that you would expect to squat like 140 pounds or something as a max. I totally made those numbers up, but based on the way this lady kind of looked at me and laughed at me as I was doing some of them, that gave me the impression that I, I'm hilariously weak in that area. Wow. Yeah. Well, hey. That's what you preach though, right? Getting stronger in your weakness. Yeah. So yeah. And now you get to do it. Yep. So got to do it. So, Yay. so that's my update. So I haven't set, I haven't ruled out actually doing the meat still, but if I do, it's going to be like, I don't know, pull 225 or something. Right. Just to do it. But and I'd say more than likely I'm not, I'm not doing the meat. Oh, Dan will cry. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Dan's doing it too. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Maybe I'll do it. Still. Well, I mean, not not to peer pressure, not to peer pressure, because you don't I'm need a, to be peer pressured and hurt yourself. Yeah. Nope. I, peer pressure is like my Achilles heel. Only when it's stuff that, that like, so I say that, but it's not really true. Like, I pretend peer pressure gets to me just to make it exciting for people. <laughs> okay, good. And, and make me feel better about things. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll do it, Laura. I'm just kidding. Yeah, please no. But anyway. Uh, so this is fun. Um, there's a guy named Curtis Loving who the last two times that we didn't publish an episode on Wednesday sent me a direct message on Instagram and said, hey, is there a podcast this week? Been really enjoying it. So oh. I feel like we got to shout shout out Curtis. Appreciate you. Shout listening. out Curtis. Oh, yeah. it's like warms my heart. Right. Yeah. 
That's awesome. All right, Joshua. Well, until next week. All right. Short and sweet. <laughs> Laura's like, I'm tired. I'm hungry. Get out of here. Pretty much. Cool. Glad we're glad we're on the same page. Yes. All right. Later. See you now. See you Thank now. you so much for listening. What did I just say? If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting <laughs> Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.